Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash butthole. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Brunch with Dogs, who says, Am I the asshole? Telling our friend only real mums got invitations to our group's yearly Mother's Day outing. And it does come with an update. Layla and I are friends with five other women and have been since middle school. Everyone but us has kids, but we have fur babies instead. Once our group had kids, we tried to do a Mother's Day lunch with all of us. It didn't really go over that well because those without kids couldn't really participate. Like, what do I know about late night feedings and diapers and first steps or going through the adoption process? So people without kids were just left out and everyone was okay with that. It's been like this for the last 11 years and now it's turned to their kids and husbands slash partners make them brunch together, serve it up, exchange gifts, stories and spend the day together on one big family outing. Layla got her pup last year. She is 100% the dog mum. Stickers, shirts, will gift you presents from her dog, sign cards from her dog. I don't think there's anything wrong with that and it's cute. She can go overboard like the birthday party she threw for her pup last month and invited our group and her friends from her doggy daycare. Some of our friends left because a couple of the kids have dog allergies and she had dogs everywhere and didn't include that info. She was sad they left, so we had to explain to her that she knows some of our friend's kids have these allergies and she didn't give a heads up. She invited people to bring her dog's friends from doggy daycare. Eventually, she let it go. She didn't tell us it was a dog birthday party. When she invited everyone, she said it was just a little get-together. For us, that always means just that. So we all learned about dog birthday parties at the same time, lol. When the kids were found to be allergic to dogs, those friends stopped going to Layla's house and explained to her why. Layla didn't want to be left out, so she would deep clean and do all she could to minimize allergens so those friends could still come over and would spend the time outside. A Benadryl worked if the kids came over too and their allergies flared up. Mother's Day rolls around. She came over and was pretty upset. She said she needed to vent. She said she was hurt, she was left out of the Mother's Day outing because she's a dog mum and that counts too. I listened to her for a bit when she started to actually get angry with her other friends. I told her they had a point not inviting us. We could deal with not being invited to one of two celebrations out of the year that's for families. She asked if that means I don't think of my cats and dog as family. I told her I do, but it's not the same. I told her the outing is for real mums and their kids. Our friends are actually making sacrifices, giving up time, energy, and resources that we don't. I gave the example that for a pup, she got her at 11 weeks when she was already born and weaned. 
she helped train her at a doggy academy, free and easy adoption. She had her in doggy daycare five days a week and anytime she wants to take off and her groomer does all the bathing and trimming. I told her I'm not trying to take away from the joy of being a dog mum brings her, but just trying to highlight how we aren't the same kind of mums. Layla left after that and none of us have heard from her. The only one who's talked to her works with her and says Layla has been making some comments about how she was intentionally left out and her friends don't take her serious because she doesn't have a crotch goblin. I'm starting to think I may have messed up and should have been quiet and let her be mad for a bit. Am I the arsehole? Edit. Our mum friends do not just randomly exclude us. The first two years of others having kids, we did celebrate together. Those of us without kids, it was more than just she and I at first. Could not talk at length about parenting and families. Going someplace after lunch had to be kid-friendly because the parents wanted to have their kids with them. We wanted to go to a bar or a day trip. Our friends with kids have always made sure not to gush about their kids all the time, so as a group, we all decided... Layla included that the Mother's Day lunch would just be for the mums and their kids so they can all do kid-friendly activities and gush about their kids all they wanted. Back then, Layla would get bored with them talking about their kids too much or spending too much time and attention on kid pics and not other topics. She still has the same attitude today. Edit 2. Unless she is keeping the info to herself, Layla chooses to be child-free and it's not an issue of being childless. Her marriage did end because her ex eventually changed his mind to wanting kids. She took it pretty hard when she found out he remarried and has kids now and got Lemon not too long after that. And we're going to start with obvious result who says not the arsehole. I joke a lot that I'm a dog mum because my dog acts like a toddler but in reality it's not the same as having a kid. I can leave my dog at home but couldn't leave a two-year-old at home. It's not the same. It sounds like she's pretty self-centered anyway, so I wouldn't take her comments too personally. OP replies saying, I explained in another comment, but none of us had heard of a dog birthday party before. Her invitation was a phone call of, I want to have a little get-together for Lemon's birthday. Are you free? She left out that there'd be 10 other dogs running around. She knows three of the kids are allergic. She does a deep clean before someone brings them over to minimize allergens. Those instances, it's one dog outside and a kid's Benadryl usually handles it. Roussel replies to that saying, wait, she knows three of these kids are allergic. Could it be that her behavior has gotten more extreme for a while? Maybe she made new dog mum friends that have a less savory view on children. Because there seems to be a rift between deep cleaning your house before the kids come over and having 10 dogs at a last minute dog birthday party. To which Opie replies again saying, that was the first real instance of her being extreme. Her being upset those parents and kids left and having to explain to her was a the fuck moment. The friends from the doggy daycare are new and none of us have met them prior so I guess it's a possibility. I understand some people's point of view that the parents should have asked what a birthday get together for a dog would entail when they hadn't heard it before though. Temporary Badger says not the arsehole, Layla needs to get over herself. If you were child-free, fantastic, but you don't get to be included in a holiday for mums. Dogs are not children. It's fine to call yourself a dog mum if you get that it's not the same. But people who don't get that are cringe as hell. Dover Puff says not the arsehole. Having a dog and having a kid are not the same thing. The last Sunday in April is Pet Parent Day. If she wants to celebrate her bond with her dog, there is time to do it. 
And Snoo says, yikes, not the asshole. This is coming from someone who is child-free. I recognize the difficulty in raising crotch goblins, as your friend said so callously. It's not easy and not for everyone. Your friend is not a mum or a maternal figure, let alone a mentor to a human child, which is what Mother's Day celebrates. Being a dog mum, cat mum, or plant mum is very different. You have a passion to provide for being outside of your species, but it's not the same as raising kids because kids can literally grow up to make the world better or worse. There is more liability in having children and raising them. It's probably for the best that you cut this person off so she can find the right niche. OP replies that saying, that's how I feel, sure. A lot of people have their day brightened seeing a dog or cat or picture of them, but people raising kids are raising the next generation of builders, scientists, doctors, teachers, artists, therapists, friends, future families, etc. to hopefully help society and be productive, harmonious members. And for much, much longer amount of time than our pets are on earth for. My cats used to love TPing the house in the middle of the night, not very productive to society. And I would like to add myself there, you know, they may not be productive members to society. They can be good for happiness and mental health, which I think to many, many people is a positive thing for the world. <laughs> I'm just going to add that there. Poppy is the one of the least productive <laughs> dogs I've ever seen. She will just... Her day pretty much is, you know, she's going to have a lion most of the morning. She gets up, looks around for food. That's the majority of her day, demands her walk, comes back home, goes to sleep. But, you know, when you look at her, the boost of serotonin that you get from just seeing a happy little face and, and the unconditional love and loyalty she shows towards me and family is certainly a boost, and which is needed sometimes, you know. I know it's not world changing, absolutely not, but it changes my little world. So now let's go into the update to find out what happened next. Thank you everyone for your input and insight. Some of the gals and I met with Layla this past weekend to talk with her and see if we could make a compromise and just see how she's doing. I apologize to her for my wording of real mums instead of saying mums with human kids or something similar. I also apologize for the examples I used and explained I felt that if I just said remember we agreed to this because we didn't like hearing about kids all day long and doing kid friendly things would have been invalidating. We all told her she's an amazing dog mum to Lemon and don't think less of her. Just that like we originally agreed, Mother's Day would be the one day where we can talk about kids without restraint, do kid friendly things without worrying of infringing on child free friends. After that, I brought up the pet's parent day and Dog Mum Day users mentioned in my original post and we proposed doing a celebration for her on one of those days. We said we'd even do a belated pet parent slash Dog Mum Day celebration since we hadn't heard of them prior. Leela asked if everyone and their kids would be there. If she wants it like the get together for Lemon with multiple dogs, then no because of the dog allergies. She said no to this because she feels a separate celebration isn't acknowledging her as a mum and they don't skip the kids party slash game so it shouldn't be any different when Lemon has her doggy friends around. I gently reminded her that she often leaves the kids birthday parties early or skips them entirely because she doesn't like being around kids for long. She said it's different. So we asked her how she would like to do future Mother Day, Mother's Day events. She wants him to go out to eat at dog-friendly places instead and do dog-friendly activities after she can have Lemon and Lemon can have friends to play with at the same time like the kids do. 
We explained to her that that wouldn't be feasible due to the kids with allergies. Her suggestion was to just let the kids that are allergic stay home and their mums can do something with them in the evening. Our friend said leaving the kids out of Mother's Day wasn't possible and that we already do monthly things together. Layla included that the kids are left out and Layla gets to bring Lemon to most of those things. Layla said no, either Lemon gets accepted everywhere, all the time, Mother's Day included, or it's nothing. I then asked her if she was really doing okay and if any of this had to do with her ex remarrying. She got really mad at that and left, so I'm going to guess yes. We're going to give her space for now, but some of the others aren't willing to hang out with her anymore after suggesting leaving the kids out and comparing the kids and Lemon. I'll try to still give her support and I've asked her family to keep an eye on her, see if they can talk to her. During our conversation with her, she did say things that made it clear a lot of this new attitude was coming from her new friends from the doggy daycare. Those friends have family and other friends that will treat the dogs just like children gifts, watching them, clothing, cards, taking them on trips, calling them niece, nephew, god dogs, and that's what she wants and expects from us as well. So I don't think a united front would work either. She's around others who get this kind of acceptance and encouragement, so when we say no, she's taking it as us not supporting her. Prior, she was a really good friend. Used to be the kind of person you could talk to and she'd offer an outside the box, bigger picture perspective really kind she didn't used to be so dismissive of our friends with kids and their kids good humor smart helpful charitable do a lot of volunteer work try to cheer you up compassionate and open-minded appreciated their effort to minimize talking about their kids and was happy with it how she's acting now is not at all how she was when we were growing up and up until all of this Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And I got to say, like OP said in this, that it felt like Layla's attitude was coming from somewhere else. And it almost confirmed that was to do with the remarrying of her ex. And it could be partly to do with the new people she's met at the same time. And I think OP and friends gave some good compromises to that. But when she turned around and said, you know, the kids with allergies should be left at home, it was like, oh, dear, dear, dear. Layla is just going to isolate herself from her friends and I find that incredibly sad, especially the way OP talked about her previously, about her being good humor, smart, compassionate, open-minded and just sounded like a wonderful person to be around. And whilst OP is taking a step back, I'm really glad that they got in contact with the family and said, can you keep an eye on her? I don't think things are quite right at the moment. 
So whilst the attitude, you know, is completely off from Layla in this, I hope she does seek some help that she may need at the moment too. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Grand Canyon Push, who says, Am I the asshole for leaving my boyfriend in Arizona after he pretended to push me over the edge of the Grand Canyon? Throw away first post, yada yada, bad writing because character limit. I just went to the Grand Canyon with my boyfriend. I'm 150% afraid of heights. Don't go near windows slash railings, type of scared. Phobia in the full sense of the word. Because of this, I didn't want to go in the first place, but it's a famous destination, so I figured it'd be worth facing my fears. I had multiple convos with my boyfriend about my fears. At least five separate, in-depth convos about how I was scared, about having a panic attack around strangers. I have a long history of panic attacks. He assured me he'd help me maintain my distance from ledges and calm me down if I got overwhelmed or scared. We just went. We planned to do a tour, then go out by ourselves in the following days. Well, on day one, on our tour, we stopped at a scenic lookout to take pictures and he decided it'd be funny to grab me and pretend to try and push me over the edge of the cliff. I immediately freaked out and unsurprisingly had a panic attack, all in front of our group while the poor guide tried to calm me down. I'm not proud of how I acted, but I tell you it wasn't pretty. I was sobbing and yelling that he was cruel for doing this, that he knew I was terrified and he was evil for using that against me. He was yelling back that it was a joke, I was taking it too seriously and to get over it because I was embarrassing myself and him. Which to be fair, I was. It was quite embarrassing. I think I was the asshole in this next part. I told him he was a horrible person and his ex was right to leave him. Context, his ex left him because she thought he was immature. She left right before a high-profile family event and embarrassed him among his family. He yelled that was a fucked up thing to say and in hindsight, I think he's right, especially since it was in public. The tour guide separated us and took me back to their office and I had no idea what he did after that. He was in our hotel when I got my stuff and I got a flight to my parents' state and I've been staying here while I figured out if this relationship is still alive. We live together and work for the same company. So if this is over, my life is going to get very messy. The thing is, we have a ton of mutual friends and I have half of them texting and calling me to say I'm overreacting and being a psycho bitch. Besides my three closest friends, I haven't told anyone anything, but because they all know him too, everyone has heard the some version of events and they're making it seem like I'm leading a PR campaign against him. I don't have social media and haven't said anything to anyone besides my best friends. They are particularly mad that I left him in Arizona. I don't think what I did was worth all the hate I'm getting. I left in the rental car and hotel room and took an Uber to the airport. I paid for everything myself, including our hotel room. And I left a note in the room telling him I was going to my parents. I feel like people don't understand, but there are so many people saying the same thing that I'm starting to question myself. So, am I the asshole? Now you mentioned in a part of this that the ex left him because he was immature and you know, you called him out on it. He was immature in this. You told him you have a fear. You have a phobia of heights. You even mentioned it was at least five separate in-depth conversations about how you were scared about having a panic attack around strangers. And he triggered the panic attack by scaring you, by pushing you towards the ledge. And to me, I just think you're absolutely right in this situation to get out of there. 
just because you told him several times, you know, what you needed out of this and he went totally against it and caused the situation. And you saying that your friends are telling you that you're overreacting and even calling you a psycho bitch. And I just wonder what X is saying in the background, what he's already told people. You mentioned that they're making it seem like you're running a PR campaign against him. I wonder what he said to them and I wonder if it's just the other way round. Because that's the what I'm initially feeling from this. But Stoat King says, He knew you were prone to panic attacks and very afraid of heights. He assured me he'd help me maintain my distance from ledges and calm me down if I got overwhelmed or scared. Then says, In what world was pretending to push you over the edge going to have a positive result? What exactly did he think would happen? If you are the arsehole, then so am I. I would have done similar. So I'm going to say not the arsehole. He doesn't respect you. Absolutely cannot be trusted and sounds like a dangerous liability. Get rid. Regarding the hate you are getting, I would imagine he told a very skewed version of the story. The way you've written it, your actions are understandable. Maybe telling your side of the story will dampen down the hate. What he did is indefensible. Temporary Badger says, not the asshole. This relationship needs to be over. His ex was right to leave him. He is immature and cruel and not somebody you can trust, full stop. You communicated perfectly what you needed from him and he did the opposite. Block the assholes who are harassing you. Tell your best friends to tell others the true version of the story and those who are worth being friends with will approach you with an apology. The rest can go and take a hike. OP replied saying, I wish it was as simple as blocking everyone but we actually work with a lot of these people. We met a lot of our friends at our company, so blocking them isn't really an option. I know I'm going to have to face this and explain the situation to people, but I'm really dreading it. I'm kind of hoping he comes to his senses and apologizes and helps me in smoothing this over, but I'm just not sure. He really hurt me with this, but we've been together for years and our lives are really intertwined. I'm not sure if this is worth calling off the relationship without at least trying to repair things. Stoke King replies that in quotes, I'm not sure if this is worth calling off the relationship without at least trying to repair things and then says, how the hell could you ever trust him after this? He knew what your reaction would be and deliberately provoked it either for laughs or because he enjoys your pain or both. I suppose it's possible he is just so unbelievably fucking dumb that he has no idea what he's doing, in which case he is capable of anything. All bets are off. All of those reasons would be deal killers for me and I imagine most others. OP replies again saying, thank you for saying this. Your replies in particular have been very eye-opening. I'm thinking couples counseling would be a minimum requirement if he still wants to make this work. But the overwhelming consensus in the comments has made me second guess that too. I have a week off already because I'm supposed to be at the Grand Canyon still. So I think I'll take the rest of the week to seriously analyze our relationship as a whole. Unlucky Dreamer says, not the asshole. He used your fears against you after saying, he would do his best to help keep you calm. He used the immature like it was just a joke to try and make it seem like he didn't do a despicable thing and he was the one who embarrassed you both. You're right to bring up his ex stuff, like that is why they left him. It also sounds like he is the one leading a PR campaign against you and has probably told a completely different story to your mutual friends to make himself look like a better person than he is. I'm guessing your relationship is beyond saving given his reaction and him making you the bad guy when it is clearly him. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What would you do if you found yourself in this situation? Do you think this is breakup worthy or not? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. 
Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. It really, really does. So thank you so much for spending it here. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one, your cheeky so-and-so. <laughs> much love. Wait. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.